0: Time now for Saskatchewan agriculture today. Now, here's your host, Agri News Director Jim Smalley. A provincial crop specialist says fields in southeast Saskatchewan will soon show signs of deterioration from lack of rain. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. She says many fields need rain within a week or so to avoid yield loss.
1: We need some rain. And badly, there's some uh, fields of fall rye that are starting to flower, and if we don't get some rain this week or next week, they're they're just not going to fill. I was out in the, down in the Oxbow area. We're starting to see some uh, virus diseases showing up in some of the fields because of the leafhoppers have come up from from the United States, and we're getting some conditions out there that are unusual uh, this early in the year. And but the biggest thing we need is some rain.
0: So when do you think crops will start going backward?
1: Well, some of them already are. I have heard from some producers, uh, in particular with their pastures and in their hay fields, in some areas they're talking about not even cutting. We, unfortunately, have not gotten some of the rains that some of the other parts of the province have gotten. I spoke with a gentleman up at uh, Tisdale yesterday. He said that some of the areas up there have gotten five inches of rain already this year. And we have some areas, particularly over in the Sedley area, they haven't gotten any spring rain yet. So we, uh, while we've been uh, fortunate in getting it in the ground, we're now in need of some rain to, to keep it alive. So things in the next, if we don't get some rain the next couple of weeks, some crops are probably going to have to be a write-off
0: which seem to be suffering the worst.
1: Well, the uh, spring wheat is in uh, real uh, need right now. And of course, the, the fall rye and the uh, winter wheat, because it's some of the fields that came up so beautiful and it had such a big head start, are now into that uh, head filling stage and, and flowering stage. And they need some rain critical to get those heads to fill out. And if they don't get it, uh, like I said, there's going to be some uh, areas of the southeast that we're going to have some real issues.
0: And the rain that's needed would be a pretty heavy rain then?
1: Some areas at least an inch. I know they had a half inch uh, yesterday in the Oxbow area, but we haven't in the Weyburn area gotten any of that. We had a few little drops, I guess, over the weekend on Saturday in Weyburn. I know the other night coming home from work on Monday, we had just a dust-settling sprinkle around the Grenfell area, but nothing that's soaking in. If you travel any of the grids over here in the southeast, you'd notice that just by the amount of dust that you raise. So. We are getting to that point where we're no longer with excess or moisture. We're in the point in some areas where even with some of the pastures, if you drive around and look, we're getting sort of critical. But if I remember right last year, we were in the same stage. June 19th rolled around. All of a sudden it started to rain, and after that the southeast got rain every week. So I'm just hoping that my rain dance will work and we, uh, the faucets will start turning on.
0: Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. Northwest Terminal at Unity has been buying quite a bit of spring-harvested wheat. The crop was combined after spending the winter in the field in portions of west-central and northwest Saskatchewan as well as northeast Alberta. Northwest Terminal CEO Jason Skinner says the grain has
2: been put to good use. We're a little bit unique because we have the bioproducts plant next door to us that manufactures alcohol, so we've been able to utilize a lot of that spring harvested wheat in the bioproducts plant and uh, get reasonably good results with it.
0: Skinner says very few changes were needed for handling the low-grade grain.
2: I think the biggest change has just been monitoring quality because we're putting in that spring harvested grain where very careful to monitor the dry distiller's grain that comes out the back end. We do move that into livestock industry in uh, western Canada, so we we make sure we keep track of what the quality looks like.
0: Skinner says the low-grade grain is coming from a wide area.
2: Yeah, I think uh, there was a lot of regions uh, impacted by the difficult harvest conditions last year, so we are seeing grain coming from quite a wide region, even Durham in some cases.
0: Jason Skinner is the Chief Executive Officer at Northwest Terminal in Unity, about 450 kilometres northwest of Regina, near the Alberta border. With NAFTA trade renegotiations on the horizon, U.S. President Donald Trump is setting sights on balancing trade. Last year, when it came to agricultural products, Canada was the U.S. number one customer, with sales of $20.2 billion. On the other hand, the U.S. purchased $21.6 billion of Canadian agricultural goods. However, USDA trade economist Bryce Cook says the $1.4 billion agricultural trade deficit needs to be put in perspective.
2: You have to remember that Canada has a much smaller population than the U.S. So the fact that level of demand for U.S. agricultural exports to such a smaller population rivals what the U.S. is importing is a story unto itself.
0: Cook says the average Canadian purchases $564 of U.S. food products a year while the average American buys $67 of Canadian food products. An improved cattle market will be among the main issues discussed at the annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Annual Meeting next week in Moose Jaw. Canadian Cattlemen's Association President Dan Darling will discuss the cattle market and highlight the recent rise in cattle prices.
2: I think the key message is is that prices are, are holding pretty firm for us and that some of the things that we've been working on in the in the past as far as new markets and whatnot are coming to, into play. They look like they're going to soon start be working for us, uh, and uh, just to keep up producing that high-quality product.
0: Now, we saw a great boost in prices this spring, but then they've backed off a bit. What's your thoughts for the summer and fall?
2: I think you're going to see prices stay reasonably strong uh, the, uh, the demand for our product here is, is very strong. Uh, you know, we're in the barbecue season and, and uh, even though we've got a lot of challenges with other proteins, people still want that beef and, and, and I'm pretty optimistic that we have hit our floor and uh, prices are going to stay fairly strong.
0: Where are some of the key markets in terms of offshore exports?
2: Well, sir, you know, of the, of where we're in right now, we're getting some uh, product into Japan. It's certainly higher end product, uh, which also demands better price. Uh, the U.S. is still our number one market, and and will be always, just because of its where it's uh, located. If nothing else, in their population, Mexico remains, you know, number three or four on our on our list of uh, markets. We're hoping that. To get more product into to China fairly soon if we can develop some a trade deal with uh, a little bit better trade deal with them and and we'd like something to work out on TPP for us uh, we need to drop our uh, those thirty eight and a half percent tariffs to get more product in there, so they would be our top ones right now
0: the u s president of course has been doing some trade saber rattling calling for renegotiation of NAFTA. Are you concerned about Donald Trump's uh, outlook on and the impact on beef trade?
2: I don't think we can ever not take a uh, president of the United States seriously when they start talking about certain things, but we're pretty confident with our our trade negotiators, both in CCA and, and uh, in the government, that we won't lose the access to the, to the U.S. that we've got right now. You know, NAFTA is a 25-year-old document and... and uh, Obviously, there are little things that need to be tweaked um, on everybody's side. So we're pretty optimistic that it they won't affect us.
0: Canadian Cattlemen's Association President Dan Darling speaks at the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Annual Meeting next week in Moose Jaw. It runs June 12th and 13th. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell ten cents at four hundred ninety two ninety. Oats gained a dollar ten at one hundred seventy one seventy. Number one Red Spring Wheat increased three hundred sixty six at two hundred sixty dollars sixteen cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred seventy four fifty six. Feed barley one twenty five zero three. Flax four forty three ninety six. Yellow peas three hundred forty dollars. Feed wheat. One forty-one ninety-nine on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning. July wheat was down three quarters cents a bushel at five ninety-eight a bushel. The livestock report on the Source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock report.
3: Afternoon, this is the Yorkton Heartline Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, June the seventh. A busy couple of days here with 1,750 total head for the day. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 105 to 115, sales to 116, 117. D3 cows, 85 to a dollar, And good bulls, 125 to 140, sales right up to 142 for the right kind. We're still busy selling cows uh, here this morning. No feeders went through the ring yet. So the feeder prices are from last Wednesday's sale. On the steer side, 4 to 500-pound steers, 260 to 278, 5 to 6s, 250 to 270. We had a drive a drag of 650-pound steers from the Rooker Farm out of Lumberg topped out at 252 and 690-pound steers from the Klimchucks out of Roblin. They sold for 229. 7 to 800-pound steers, 215 to 225 and 8 to 900-pound steers, 195 to 207. On the heifer side, 4 to 500-pound heifers, 220 to 237 five to sixes, 215 to 234, six to 700-pound heifers, 205 to 219. We had some 700-pound heifers from the Remples out of the Good Gilbert Plains country. They topped out at 203. Eight to 900-pound heifers, 175 to 193. Last Wednesday, we had 33 pairs for sale, the better end pairs. They traded from 2,400 to 2,800, and we had a number of pairs that needed some tender, loving care. They traded from 1600 to 2200 Next Wednesday, June the 14th, another 40 cow cat pairs for sale. These are black, red, tan cows. Also, we will be selling five two-year-old virgin red Angus bulls and four red Angus yearling bulls, semen tested, papers available. That's next Wednesday at 11 o'clock at Heartland Yorkton. That's it for this week here. No time to go golfing yet. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
0: Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
3: Ham sold 5,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 185 to 187 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling in a range of 187 to 189 per CKG. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $2.02 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3461. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at cents US. Packers are still trying to keep capacity at maximum as operating margins are still better than average for this time of year. Cash prices going forward will be affected by seasonally declining hog supplies, exports and new plants becoming operational.
0: Coming up, the farm weather forecast.